Pause for a big thank you to our partner making today's program possible. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. Amazing. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, your exercise, and medication decisions. All those decisions can lead to big results like more time in range and a lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com slash compatibility. Thanks, Dexcom, for being our partner. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. The journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road. But if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zinn for a spin. Zinn Nicotine Pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction. Anywhere, anytime. No smoke, no spit, and no lingering odor. Get in gear with the Zinn 10 Challenge and enjoy 10 smoke-free, spit-free days for just $5.95. Order online and start your new journey today. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. February 2004, Maura Murray empties her bank account, drives four hours from school, crashes her car, and vanishes. Join the search as an investigative reporter uncovers new evidence, interrogates new witnesses, traces down new leads in this riveting new investigative series. The Disappearance of Maura Murray, Saturdays, 7, 6 Central, and 9, 8 Central on Oxygen, the new network for crime. Crime Stories with Nancy Grace on Sirius XM Triumph, Channel 132. You know the films. Shakespeare in Love, Goodwill Hunting, Silver Linings Playbook. The man behind them? Legendary Hollywood producer Harvey Weinstein. After multiple sexual harassment allegations, movie mogul Harvey Weinstein has been forced out of his own company. His movies have won a total of 75 Oscars. Eight women, including actress Ashley Judd, came forward to accuse Weinstein of sexual misconduct. The Times uncovered sexual harassment allegations that span almost three decades. The film executive announced plans to take a, quote, leave of absence. I'm a famous guy. I'm feeling very comfortable right now. Please come in now. And one minute, and if you want to leave, when the guy comes with my jacket, you can Why yesterday you touch my breast? Oh, please, I'm sorry. Just come on. I'm used to that. Come on. Are you used to that? Yes, come in. Will it never end with Harvey Weinstein? 
the very, very powerful Hollywood movie director and executive, head of Miramax, head of the Weinstein Company, creating films such as uh, The Crying Game, Shakespeare in Love, Pulp Fiction. It goes on and on and on. Sex, Lies, and Videotape. I mean, and another thing, why am I even bothering to list his movie credits? Because he could have another kind of credit pretty soon. It's called a rap sheet if these allegations are true. I'm Nancy Grace. This is Crime Stories. And I am so angry, upset, nauseous, disappointed, as now 29 different women, repeat, 2929, claim that this Hollywood hit maker, star maker, Harvey Weinstein, sexually assaulted them or harassed them. Let me tell you something. Troy Slayton, veteran defense attorney with me right now. You show up without your clothes on and say, will you take a shower with me? Uh, Number one, you're going to hold out a hand and pull back a nub. And number two, you're going to jail. But before I start with you, Slayton, i.e. also welcome to Crime Stories, Alexis Tereschuk, 29. Did I get that number wrong? And why isn't he in jail if these allegations are true? You say 29. And I'm not trying to discount what you said, but it just went up to 30. A brand new actress has just come out and said that she was a victim of Harvey Weinstein's also. You know, by the time we're through with this uh, hour, there'll probably be another one because Gloria Allred is in on it now. And let me tell you something. That's who you don't want to have a fender bender with. Can you imagine a hit? Running to somebody and out comes Gloria Allred. Mm -mm, I would hide under the floor mat if I was in that car. Gloria Allred is on it now. But before I go off on Gloria Allred, I want to get... So now the number's 30. All right. Tell, let, let, the, the, these accusations start dating back to 1984 up until around two, 2015, 2016. That is 84 to 94, 94 to 04, 04 to 14. That's over 30 years of sex assault slash harassment allegations, Alexis Tereschuk. Help me understand. It's not even just sex harassment. As you said, it's rape. Multiple women have accused Harvey Weinstein of raping him. They said they were young, they wanted parts in Hollywood, and they were led to believe that things would be safe with him because there were other women that initially were around them when they would take meetings with this very powerful Hollywood producer. His staff or assistants, they would be females, and they would all be together in a meeting that was strictly about a career. Then, miraculously, these assistants would disappear. Harvey would trick these women up into his hotel room, and that's when he would pounce and attack them. Hold on. Right there, Alexis Terezchuk, what you're describing is a repeated, according to these ladies, a repeated scenario. And what we call that under the law, Troy Slayton, veteran trial lawyer and no stranger to the entertainment industry. Troy, that's what we called a similar transaction. That's what it's called. When someone repeats the same behavior over and over and over, so it becomes like a fingerprint, a common MO, modus operandi, method of operation to show course of conduct, uh, frame of mind, scheme. That's what a similar transaction is. Now, a lot of these cases, as I mentioned, 
date back to 1984, and the statute in some jurisdictions has run. However, those cases, the older cases, can be brought in if this goes to trial to bolster a new case where the statute has not run, Troy Slayton. That's true. And what would otherwise be hearsay evidence or evidence of prior bad acts could be brought in. But Nancy, what a lot of what Alexis is describing, it may be untoward. It may sound icky. But if a cons- if two uh, people of age over 18 years old uh, decide that they want to engage in sexual uh, relations with each other, even if there was, oh, hey, maybe I can, you know, get you in front of some people or something like that. That is not necessarily a crime. None of these women have. Can I ask you something, Troy Slayton? What part of Harvey Weinstein allegedly coming out of the bathroom butt naked with an erection going, give me a massage, and the woman runs out the door? Allegedly, what part of that is consensual other than him? Well, it would depend on the circumstances why a woman is going uh, unaccompanied to a man's hotel room. Uh Uh oh. I've done it many times. Many, many times. And for what purpose? I have gone to a man's hotel room to, uh, let's see, when I was covering the Scott Peterson trial and I was away from home for how long? Three, six months. I'd go to tons of colleagues' hotel room and watch TV, would order room service. When I was on the road with my HLN show, my executive producer, Dean, and I, we'd kick back and order stuff off room service and, and, and would watch TV until you know i could go to sleep after a long day reporting and in court we did it all the time i never thought anything about it i certainly didn't expect him to emerge from the bathroom buck naked with an erection and ask for a massage no i didn't see that coming you're right well look if somebody is going to expose themselves and it was that's a crime troy that's a crime i agree that would be a crime but if there's some sort of sexual relationship and it was just on hey you know um i might let me introduce you to this person later on that is not necessarily a crime i I don't know what you're saying these women according to accounts if they are true Many of them were called. Alexis, l- let me come to you on this before we go to our shrink. Joining me, and boy, do we need a shrink today. Dr. Tiffany Sanders is with us, a uh, psychiatrist out of Chicago, also with me. Alexis Tereschuk from RadarOnline.com, the Duke, Alan Duke, joining me out of L.A., Jackie here in the studio with me, and Troy Slayton, veteran trial lawyer. Alexis, here's the deal, Okay. A woman, uh, Weinstein, allegedly would meet a woman. She could be an assistant. She could be a secretary. She could be a model. She could be an actress. And then suddenly this person, this woman, gets a call from a female with the Weinstein Company or Miramax. And they set up a meeting to discuss her future roles. Okay, She comes to the meeting. There are women sitting around all of a sudden at one by one. They go to take a call or they go to a meeting. All of a sudden, the victim, the alleged victim, is alone with Weinstein. And that's when the bathrobe appears, right? It's exactly right. It's a pattern. It's the exact same setup for every alleged assault that he did. He would lure these women into being comfortable by having other women there because you know what? All of these women said they never expected it from Harvey because he was somebody who, Gwyneth Paltrow, A-list star. She won an Oscar after 
her encounter, she said, I thought of him as Uncle Harvey. And she had a mother and a father in the industry. She's basically Hollywood royalty. With anybody you would think that Harvey wouldn't try to take advantage of, be Gwyneth Paltrow. And you know what? He did. He he manipulated these women into feeling safe and then pounced on them. It's disgusting how many women he did this to. Well, if you don't believe it, Troy Slayton, take a listen to this. One actress actually raced to the NYPD, New York Police Department, after she claims Harvey Weinstein sexually harassed her. She goes to police. She tells them what he did, reaching his hand up her skirt, trying to paw her. And they wire her. She wears a wire and sees Weinstein again. And reportedly, if this secret tape is to be believed, listen. I'm telling you right now. What do we have to do here? Nothing. I'm going to take a shower. You sit there and have a drink. Water. Don't drink. Uh, Can I stay on the bar? No. You must come here now. No. Please. No, I don't want to. I'm not doing anything with you. I'm, I'm not embarrassing you. I'm sorry. I, I don't know. No, yesterday was a kind of aggressive for I me. Know, I need to know a person. I want to do a thing. I don't want to do a thing. Please, I swear I won't. Just sit with me. Don't embarrass me in the hotel. I'm here all the time. I, I know, but I... Come here. Listen to me. I want to go downstairs. I'm not going to do anything. You'll never see me again after this. Okay? That's it. If you, if you embarrass me in this hotel, I'm not embarrassing stay. you. First it's just all, that I don't, I don't feel comfortable. I mean, don't have a fight with me. It's not nice. Please, I'm not going to do anything. I swear, my children, please come in. On everything, I'm a famous I'm, guy. I'm feeling I mean, very uncomfortable right now. Please come in now, and one minute. And if you want to leave, when the guy comes with my Why jacket, you can. Why yesterday you touch my breast? Oh, please, I'm sorry. Just come on. I'm used to that. But you're used to that? Yes, come in. No, but I'm not used to that. I won't do it again. Come on, sit here. Sit here for a minute, please. No, I don't want to. If you do this now, you will embarrass me. No, never call me again. Okay, I'm sorry. Nice. I promise you, I won't do anything. I know, but yes, there was too the much coming. I will never do another thing to you. Five minutes. Don't ruin your friendship with me for five minutes. Is it, I know, but it's kind of like, it's too much for me. I can't. Please, you're making a big scene here. No, Please. but I want to leave. Let me go out to psychologist from Chicago, Dr. Tiffany Sanders. Dr. Sanders, what do you make of that tape recording that we've just listened to of Harvey Weinstein? Still, she's saying, no, no, I don't want this. I don't want to go in there. You touched my breasts yesterday. I, I didn't like that. And he's trying to, he, he says, he's not trying to say, he says, don't waste your whole career over five minutes with me in this room. You know, I was concerned with his pressure tone. Like he was like trying to apologize and trying to make amends of it. You know, I'm sorry. You know, that's how I, that's how I always act. And, and, you know, trying to beg her and coerce her to come into the bathroom or it it was really very uh, sad to listen because when you hear that sort of pressure speech, that's often an indicator that someone uh, struggles with a mental health issue. Uh, can't diagnose them and won't diagnose them, but that's really a, a hallmark sign. And he's leaving allegedly to go to uh, Europe for sex addiction treatment. And when you think uh, about it, please, he's probably holed up right now at the Ritz in Paris. Sexual addiction treatment, schmeetment. Come on. I mean, to me, this is just a way out, Troy Slate. There is nothing mentally wrong with him. 
he, if these accounts are true, is just a bully that has taken advantage of one woman after the next. And three women, according to a report by Ronan Farrow, says that three women say they were raped by Harvey Weinstein. Rape. R-A-P-E. According to these women. Rape is wrong, Nancy. I can't defend rape, but I do have to agree with Sears Vance Jr., the DA in New York, who says that based on that recording, there is no prosecution. There is no well, evidence, and, not, the, and the DA is rejecting that case, Nancy. It's not just based on that recording. It's based on her testimony as to what happened the night before. There was, I mean, Troy Slayton, if I said to you, Troy, Troy, I, I, I don't want you on the, I don't want you on my serious show because you remember that time you grabbed my breast? You wouldn't go, oh, don't worry about it. You'd say, what? That didn't happen. That never happened. He never said that, Troy. He never said that. Well, the It corroborates what she says happened the night before. That is a crime if it's true. That's a crime. And she was so victimized and so upset with it that she's back up in his hotel room the next day. Uh, with, with wearing him, a with police wire? She's wearing a police wire. That's why she's back. Well, the- Alexis, explain what happened with this woman. So she meets Harvey Weinstein. He, and she claims, you know, he, of course, promises her a job in the industry. He can put her in movies, make her famous. She goes to his hotel room. He attacks her. She is so upset by this. She is basically, as far as we know, as far as everybody has said so far, she is the first person to go to the police, and she does it promptly. The police work with her. They set her up with a wire so that she can record Harvey admitting that he groped her, that he grabbed her against her wishes. So she goes back to meet with him. She's wearing the wire. She gets him on tape. It is the most chilling tape. It's terrifying to hear this man admit what he's done to her. And she turns it over to the cops. Within one week, they decide to drop the case. The district attorney does. Oh, my. That was an extensive investigation. Mm -hmm. Um, Hold on. Alexis, what about Rose McGowan? What does she say happened to her? Rose McGowan claims that in 1998, she was raped by Harvey Weinstein. She claimed it happened in his hotel room. She has never actually said his name. She reportedly signed a deal with him. He gave her $100,000 after she complained about the assault. She says she donated that money to a rape center to help other victims. But she has been aggressive in her last couple of weeks of claiming, talking about her rape. And she says that... She says, imagine this big man, this huge man. He's so imposing, attacking you. She says, in that one second, your life is not yours. The path that you had chosen for your life is completely taken away from you. She says she was attacked by him. And then she was forced to go to a press conference with him because he was doing her movie. She said Ben Affleck was there and that Ben knew what had happened to her. All of these people were, she claims, were complicit in the cover-up for all of these years. And she says that she had no recourse. She could do nothing about it. And in fact, she made a movie with her husband years later. Her husband sold that movie to Harvey Weinstein's company. She said basically she felt re-victimized all over again. You know, I have dealt with so many rape victims, and they're not Angelina Jolie. They're not Gwyneth Paltrow. They're not famous like Rose McGowan. But they were mistreated. They were victimized. Dr. Tiffany Sanders with me. 
psychologist out of Chicago, you know, you live through a rape physically, but you're never the same doctor. Nancy, these individuals are not the same. They're they're dealing with the trauma. They replay the scene over and over again, thinking, what could I have done to, to have gotten away from it? And it's not their fault. It, I mean, th- that person, Harvey Weinstein, he preyed upon these young ladies. They were young. They were impressionable. They thought that they were at fault for some reason, some of the uh, women have said. So for these women, the, the reminder, they feel dirty. They feel soiled. And he did it repeatedly. He preyed on these young, impressionable girls, impressionable girls around 22 to 25 years of age. And, and even if you're you know, famous like Gwyneth Paltrow, it didn't matter. He had, it's almost like he was, it's, it was sickening. It's almost like he, 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 he really went after these girls. And it's just unfathomable, unfathomable to think that he well, did this. I'll tell you why I believe them. Now, this, if these allegations are true, this is why I believe them, Alexis Tereschuk, number one. They, many of them, almost all of them made an immediate, as we say in the law, outcry. That means they told somebody at the time, whether it was their parents, their boyfriend, their roommate, they told somebody at the time what happened. That means now, all these years later, they're telling the same story. It's very likely true. Number two, money settlements. Weinstein allegedly has paid out hundreds of thousands of dollars to Make these people be quiet. Make these women go away. If somebody accused me of rape, I would certainly not pay out a settlement. I would fight it and say this is not true. Number two, the similar the similar nature of all the claims. These women are separated in time and space. How do they know what one is going to say? But yet all the facts are the same. It shows his modus operandi modus operandi, the way he makes these attacks happen, allegedly, and also his enablers, the people that worked with him, they knew what was going on. Several of them allegedly say it made them sick to have to facilitate what he was doing to young women. This goes back, allegedly, to 1984. Before I tell you the rest of the allegations against Harvey Weinstein, the Hollywood big that is now accused of multiple acts of sexual predator, including three allegations that he has raped people and we're waiting for more to appear. I want to thank our partner that is making this very important program possible, and it is Zoom. When you run your own business, you know time equals money. That's not just an old saying. It's true. So why waste your valuable time dealing with issues LegalZoom can help with? You may already know over 2 million people have used LegalZoom to start their businesses. But LegalZoom services don't end there. Running a business comes with taxes, contracts, hiring employees, basically a lot of fine print. And that is why LegalZoom built a network of independent lawyers 
They're licensed in all 50 states to provide you the advice you need to get through the daily grind of running a business. And you don't have to worry about billable hours. LegalZoom is not a law firm. Instead, you can count on upfront pricing and clarity. So invest your time and money in growing your business. Let LegalZoom help with the legal stuff. For special savings, be sure to enter promo code NANCY, N-A-N-C-Y, in the referral box at checkout for special savings only at LegalZoom.com. LegalZoom.com. I want you to hear what Lauren Savon has to say about Weinstein. We go downstairs, there's like two guys sweeping up in a kitchen. He shoes them away. He tells them to go. Um, and he says, let me walk you through. And we walked through this kitchen into um, like a vestibule where there were like bathrooms and a hallway and the door out to this restaurant was locked. It was closed. And um, that's where he cornered me in this vestibule and um, leaned in and, and tried to kiss me, which I immediately rebuffed and said, whoa, whoa, whoa. I, I had no idea that that's what this was. I'm sorry. You know, I have a very serious boyfriend and I'm not interested. And I thought it would end there. Mm-hmm. But that's when he blocked the entrance or exit for me and said, well, then just stand there and be quiet. And that's when I realized, oh, did you know what was about to happen? No idea. No idea. I was completely shocked. And yet, what is going to happen? Like, stand up and stand there and be quiet. I had no idea what was going to happen. And, and it, it happened very quickly. And what? he immediately um, exposed himself and, you know, began pleasuring himself. And I just stood there, dumbfounded. What are you thinking in this moment? I was so shocked. I could not believe what I was witnessing. Could not believe what I was witnessing. It was disgusting and and kind of pathetic, really, to stand there and look at this man, you know. But more than the disgusting act itself, which, of course, was gross, um, the the demeaning part of it all, that, that just, you know, 20 minutes earlier, he was having this great conversation with me, and I felt so great and flattered by it, and then stand there and be quiet just a few minutes later, just negated any, any warm feelings I had, and I realized, oh, that's what this was all about. When he was done, you say he finished, um, when he was done, were there words exchanged? He finished, and I said, can I go now? I was pretty annoyed at that point that he had... And what did he say? ...blocked my way, and, and he said, yes, let's go. Let's both go. Did you think at all in the moment about getting out of there, pushing past him while it was happening? The truth is, um, yes. I mean, if I think back, I could have pushed past him. I mean, he's a very, he's a large man, and so he was blocking the entrance. But, I mean, I think if my life was threatened, I absolutely would have been able to fight my way out. But the shock of what I was watching just kind of makes you frozen. How, how long did it last? It was, I remember it being relatively quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't remember it going on that long. I was surprised, you know, I was like thinking that, I, I, I should go. I don't, you know, I don't know what to do. Back to Alexis Terezchuk with RadarOnline.com. You know, Alexis, 
one woman, Lauren O'Connor, sends a scathing email to executives and colleagues within Miramax and the Weinstein Company outlining sexual harassment and a toxic work situation. One alleged victim writes a screenplay, all right, about Weinstein allegedly attacking her sexually. Another woman goes to NYPD and agrees to wear a wire to catch Harvey Weinstein. What more does it take, Alexis? Do I have to take out an ad on 3rd Avenue? Harvey Weinstein is a sex predator? I mean, if these women are telling the truth, what else has to be done to get a prosecution? This district attorney spent approximately zero time researching this case. They investigated it, quote unquote, investigated for one week. And they said that the evidence just wasn't there to convict Harvey Weinstein. Meanwhile, the special victims unit, not just the TV show, the real special victims unit said everything that they did was so by the book. They felt like they had rock solid evidence. They handed it over to the DA. They did everything they could. This is the cops did everything right. This victim, alleged victim, if you will, did everything right. And the district attorney still ignored it and let Harvey Weinstein go. Harvey Weinstein has been arguably the most powerful man in Hollywood for the last 30 years. He has fingers in every business that there is. He has friends in the media. He has friends in Hollywood. And he managed to get these stories squashed for decades about him. And it looks like he even managed to get the DA to roll over and not prosecute him. The other day, Stage actor Nathan Lane outlined an incident that he had with Harvey Weinstein, not of a sexual nature, but a disturbing incident. And he basically said, Lane, who I have loved ever since Birdcage. Okay, I'll never forget laughing till I cried at that. He said this, I don't have a film career. I can say the truth. And you know what? I'm with you, Nathan Lane. I don't have a film career. So I can say the truth as I see it. And the truth is... If these women are telling the truth, then there needs to be a criminal prosecution. And let me ask you this, Troy Slayton. You're the veteran trial lawyer, defense attorney out in L.A. Troy, uh, we've got one woman from Christchurch, New Zealand. You've got another woman, uh, several women from Europe. You've got women from L.A. You've got women from New York. How do they all get together and then collude with Gwyneth Paltrow and Angelina Jolie and Rose McGowan? How do they all get together and come with the same M.O., Troy? Isn't that quite the coinkydink? Well, it's interesting, Nancy, that you're saying that all of these uh, incidents date back to the mid-'80s. And here it is in 2017, and we're just hearing about it now. And so, you know, uh, a, a lot of people might be coming out of the woodwork hearing what others are saying and trying to get in on any potential settlements. In fact, uh. Gloria Allred is, is asking, trying to shame uh, Harvey Weinstein into, into waiving the statute of limitations that he's entitled to. If these stories are true, he should be ashamed. She's not trying to shame him. I think uh, it's not so much Gloria that it should make him ashamed, but the three counts of alleged rape should be a little embarrassing. And what is he talking about? Gloria Allred allegedly shaming, which I disagree with Slayton. Uh, Alexis Tereschuk. Well, Gloria Allred, during her press conference, called on Harvey Weinstein. She said, Harvey, look, there are so many cases out there, women that have come forward with their names, women that have not. 
revealed their names, but they've reached out to lawyers. She said, there are going to be so many cases against you. I am calling on you to do one of two things. Enter into confidential mediation with these women or enter into arbitration where you would go in front of a judge. You would present your side. These women would present their side. And then a judge would decide what happened. She said she was challenging him basically to do the right thing. She says, if you're vindicated, then you're vindicated. If you're saying that you didn't do any of this, then an impartial judge will decide. If you are guilty of it, then you need to take responsibility and basically pay up. Because as she said, the statute of limitations has passed on so many of these cases in so many states. And so she wants Harvey Weinstein to step up and do the right thing. You know, it's it's bigger than that, I believe, uh, Troy Slayton, because if these accounts are true, then the Weinstein Company and Miramax are on the hook because they knew what was going on and even facilitated it. Come on. As soon as these allegations went public, four of the eight all-male board members left the Weinstein Company. Coincidence? No. If this is true, Nancy, then they better hope that their uh, business uh, liability insurance is really... Uh, the premiums have been paid because they You're could be not on the kidding. hook for a lot of money. I mean, just go with me, Troy. And I know you're defending Weinstein and all of these at this juncture are allegations that have not been proven in a court of law. It's hard not to believe it with now 30 women claiming basically the same scenario. And I mean, is what is Gwyneth Paltrow says the same thing. She tells the New York Times that Weinstein touched her inappropriately and suggested having joint massages in the bedroom before she started shooting Emma. Uh, she had she gave an outcry, as we call it in the law, to her then-boyfriend, Brad Pitt, and he confronted Weinstein. I mean, if he will allegedly Well, Brad do actually that, confirmed. He confirmed through his reps that he did confront Harvey Weinstein. Dr. Tiffany Sanders joining me out of Chicago, if he would dare to allegedly do that to a big star like Gwyneth Paltrow, what do you think he'll do to some receptionist that's answering the phone, a temp from an agency? What's going to happen to her? Absolutely. His, he has, his abuse of, the pow- of power is, is problematic, Nancy. And he has no shame, no guilt, no remorse. And he repeatedly does these actions over and over and over again. He's not thinking of any consequences, how it's emotionally impacting his victims. He moves on to the next prey, makes the next big movie, and then goes on about life. Mary's a beautiful woman, makes millions of dollars with no thought of uh, any repercussions. And I'm very happy to see that this is finally coming to light because these victims really need to have their voices heard and someone advocate for them. Let me ask you something, Troy. I'm going to take off my prosecution and crime victim hat, and you take off your defense attorney hat, and let's analyze this for real. What's the likelihood that any criminal prosecution is going to happen? You know, there are jurisdictions where there is no statute of limitations on rape. New York City is one of those, and the law recently Mm -hmm. changed in California to eliminate the statute of limitations uh, for rape. And so... The short answer is, I don't know. I don't know what evidence would be admissible. Of course, the habit and routine evidence of the prior bad acts could be brought in. Uh, He's certainly not 
clear of criminal legal jeopardy. But as far as him waiving his rights uh, with regard to the statute of limitations, I don't see that happening, regardless of what Gloria Allred is saying. You know, Alexis, when I read some of these accounts, oh, hey, speaking of Gloria Allred, take a listen to what Gloria tells us. A number of accusers have contacted me about their allegations, but I've had to inform them that the statute of limitations, that arbitrary time period set by law, has expired and is therefore too late for them to assert a legal claim. Mr. Weinstein could, however, decide that he would like to resolve these allegations and waive and agree not to assert the statute of limitations. That is exactly what we believe that he should do. Mr. Weinstein may believe that some of these claims are false, or he may believe that some are true. He may believe that he has not had his day in court on these allegations and that he has not been treated fairly. Many women who allege that they are his victims feel the same way. I believe that there is a way to provide justice for these alleged victims and for Mr. Weinstein. I am inviting him to agree to engage in an arbitration of these claims with these alleged victims and with an agreed upon retired judge. The women could present their claims of sexual harassment and Mr. Weinstein can present his defense. If the judge finds in favor of the victims, the judge could award damages according to proof at trial. If Mr. Weinstein prevails, he would be able to announce the result to the public. In the alternative, he could also agree to a confidential mediation. This is a process to resolve these claims. This proposal is similar to what I suggested to Bill Cosby. He was not wise enough, however, to accept my invitation to resolve the allegations against him. Will Mr. Weinstein accept the offer of a process that is fair to him and will help to provide a system of justice to his accusers? There is an actress that says she was called to a late night meeting with Weinstein in 2008. In many places, that's within the statute. He allegedly emerged in, guess what, a bathrobe and told her he would green light her movie script if she watched him. Let's see, how should I say this on um, a public station? Um, pleasure himself. She left the meeting. Take a listen to what Louisette Geis has to say. I first met Harvey Weinstein at the Cannes Film Festival. I next saw him at the Sundance Film Festival in 2008. He invited me to his premiere of Where in the World is Osama Bin Laden. After the premiere, he asked me about my music company and the, the script that I had written and was pitching at the festival. We agreed to meet at the hotel restaurant we were, where we both were staying. When we arrived, we were asked to leave shortly after at the restaurant as they were closing. Harvey then offered to reconvene the meeting in his office, which was adjacent to his hotel room. Obviously, I was hesitant. I had heard some stories previously about Harvey's behavior with women. So, there was a hotel security camera right above us, and I said to him, I will take this meeting with you if you will shake my hand that you will not touch me. And he shook my hand and kind of laughed it off. We went to his office 
and we had a great conversation about his current film and the film that I was pitching. He seemed genuinely interested, and I was excited. After about 30 minutes, he asked to excuse himself and go to the bathroom. He returned in nothing but a robe, with the front open, and he was buck naked. He told me to keep talking about my film and that he was going to hop into his hot tub that was adjacent to the room, just steps away. When I finished my pitch, I was obviously nervous, and he just kept asking me to watch him masturbate. I told him I was leaving. He quickly got it out of the tub and grabbed my forearm as I was trying to grab my purse, and he led me to his bathroom, pleading that I just watch him masturbate. My heart was racing, and I was very scared. I pulled my arm away, finally, and headed to the door. He started following me and telling me that he could introduce me to Bob Weinstein and that I could get a three-picture deal and that he would greenlight my script. But I had to watch him masturbate. I was on the verge of tears, but I pulled it together and quickly exited. I told my sister and I told a good friend of mine immediately after. And over the years, when people asked me why I got out of the movie industry, I would tell them this story. Even though my parents raised me to be a strong and independent woman, I never, ever, ever thought that I would have any chance to stand up for myself against Harvey Weinstein. I knew if I said anything that he would have a ton of lawyers on my, on my back and no one would trust me over him. I know I'm not special. I know that this has happened to many women. And it's the fear and pain of sexual harassment that is released on one's mind, body, and soul that I'm trying to stop. Sexual harassment has become commonplace in the entertainment industry. And to be fair, most women that I know have a story about being sexually harassed or abused in this business. I am only now feeling confident enough to come forward. Okay, I got another one. And it's not just Rose McGowan and Gwyneth Paltrow. Angelina Jolie, who is now known around the world for her good works and humanitarian positions. Jolie told the Times she had to turn down advanced sex advances from Harvey Weinstein in 1998. And that she chose then to never work with him again. She said she warned other women about Weinstein. Now, she had the luxury of not having to work with him. But a lot of women across this country don't have the luxury. If they want to put food on the table, they have to put up with this kind of crap, this kind of criminal activity, allegedly. I'm thankful that Jolie, after all she has lived through in her life, yeah, I know she's beautiful. I know she's got this beautiful family and all this money. She's lived through a lot. Okay. I'm glad she did, had the choice not to have to work with him. A lot of women don't have that choice. Look around. Look around. Think of the people you know in your life. Statistically, one in four, some studies say one in five women have been sexually attacked, have been sexually harassed, have been sexually assaulted. 
You know them. They may have never told you. You may not know who they are. But you're around them every day. And I pray to God. My daughter and son never have to endure the lifelong shame and revulsion and sometimes self-loathing that sex victims have to live with the rest of their lives. We're waiting on justice. And we're waiting to find out if these allegations are true. Okay, grab some popcorn, get in your favorite spot, feed the cat and the dog, and join me Sunday night on Hallmark Movies and Mysteries for the third installment of Haley Dean Murder Mystery. It's called Dating is Murder. And joining me right now, special guest, co-executive producer of the movie, Josh Sabero, also best-selling author. Josh, thanks for being with us. Thank you for having me. Hey, Alan the Duke, Duke joining me out of L.A., roll some sound from this Sunday night's movie. Give me a sneak peek. You still here? hate to be the one to break you to you, but your honey bun just made a run for it. I know. Thanks, I'm waiting for someone else. Waiting for someone else? Wow. You sure don't waste any time. You know, I've heard about women like you. You get a guy, but you're always on the lookout for the better deal, right? No, it's it's not what it looks like. Mm-hmm. I'm sure it's not. You know what? You don't have to explain to me, honey. I've heard it all. Well, you must have already met your prince. My what? Mr. Wright. You know, your senor. Well, speaking of Mr. Wright, here comes the next one. Wow. You could use a revolving door, maybe even a conveyor belt. But I can tell you from 50 feet away, that is not Mr. Wright. Okay, thanks for your help. Hi. (laughs) Margaritas? Two, please. Sure, margaritas. I'll make yours a double on the house. Oh, thank you. Josh, what is the premise of dating is murder? Well, it it basically uh, focuses on uh, Haley Dean having to... Um, put herself in the pathway of danger this time in order to catch the killer um, because... Okay, you know uh, what, Josh? Break it down. Have you ever met anybody online? Don't don't lie. Okay, just, just tell me the truth. Of course I have. Of course I have. And uh, from what I recall of your, let me just say, <clears throat> colorful history, yeah. some worked out and some didn't. Correct. Would that be fair to say? I think that would be very fair to say. But none of them turned out to be serial killers. And that, sadly, is what Haley is up against. <laughs> well, not that we know of, Josh. Not that we know of. You know, you're so picky. You could have gotten rid of a serial killer without even knowing it. You could Maybe you didn't like the way he looked or he walked or whatever. Long story short. And is, wouldn't that have been a shame? <laughs> Isn't that a shame if I, if, I, if I let the good one go? But my point is, so many people, I mean, it's so common now. How did you guys meet? Online. You know, for a long time, that people will be embarrassed. They're not embarrassed and they shouldn't be embarrassed. No, no. It's become, you know, it's become more, um, it's become more, you know, acceptable, socially acceptable to meet somebody through an online app or even through social media 
than it is to meet somebody at a bar. I mean, people are no are no longer happy to say either that you know, oh, I met I I met him at a bar on a, sitting on a bar stool next to me. So I think now it's very commonplace for people to be using apps like you know similar to Match.com or OkCupid or Plenty of Fish. I mean, there are so many of them now. Tinder, um, and so in this movie. Um, you know, somebody who, an acquaintance of Haley Dean's, um, meets somebody online and, uh, it doesn't go well. Let's just leave it at that. Now here's a little tidbit that nobody knows. When Josh and I were working on the screenplay and these characters come from, uh, the novels, my novels on Haley Dean, a prosecutor turned therapist. Um, when we were working on the screenplay, I mean, it's pretty obvious. Haley has to, Haley Dean has to go on to the website and start dating people, start meeting them to try to figure out which one could be a killer. And I had written in all these scenes uh, that are from true life. Like one woman has a date from online and the guy picks his nose all the way through dinner. Okay. Uh, yeah. Jackie here in the studio was just like holding, <laughs> holding her face. Yeah. I mean, a real excavation. It was an archaeological excavation into his nose. All right. For some reason, Hallmark ixnayed that. Why? I don't know. Okay. Then I had one. I wrote one in where <laughs> she has this dinner and the guy was like talking about how he saved money all the time. Then he leaves to go to the bathroom. And they leave her with, he leaves her with a check and leaves. Okay. That one somehow ended up on the editing floor. (laughs) But I had all these awesome, awful dates. Josh, do you remember all the dates that we came up with? Yeah. That I absolutely loved. But for the sake of brevity, they had to cut some of them out. Well, and not just brevity, but we're telling a very serious story here. (laughs) I know, but you didn't like the booger scene? (laughs) Well, I mean, I come on, Josh. It was an awesome moment in TV movie history. Come on, I am okay. Maybe next time we'll save that. I'm certain that's what what would have clenched the Emmy for sure. (laughs) Hey, you know what? As you like to say, let's put a pin in that. (laughs) But maybe we'll use it next time. So the point of the movie is it's a thriller. It's a thriller. Yeah. uh, About. Can she catch a killer before he kills again or kills her? But there is another note to this, and it's about online safety. All our joking aside, it's about online safety and dating safety online, Josh. Correct. Yeah. So some of those safety tips are, first of all, don't include a surname or any reference to your workplace or your school name. Okay. Because anybody can find you, whether you want them to or not. Don't give out your name, your full name, your location, your real phone number, or information that a creep could use to track you down. Don't have somebody call you on a friend's number. That can be just as dangerous as giving out your own number. Stop all communications if someone doesn't respect those boundaries or they insist on this personal information too soon. Be careful of the photos you post. Do not post photos with your license plate showing, the outside of your home, your mailbox, or surroundings that can identify your location. And all of these have been highlighted on our website, crimeonline.com. Subtle but important tips for online safety. And that's the tip of the iceberg. Agree or disagree, Josh? 
Uh, well, I totally agree. <laughs> having 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 what been dating online myself at one time, so yes. <laughs> so you're off the market. I I didn't say one way or the other. I just said at one time I dated online. Oh, man of mystery. Okay. <laughs> Guys, I know this. You're mysterious, but I know where you're going to be on Sunday night at 9 o'clock. That's October 15, Sunday night. You're going to be right in front of the TV watching the movie Dating is Murder along with me. I'm sure you'll have a fat-free, gluten-free, blah, 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 <laughs> free snack. I will be chowing down on caramel popcorn. I had to buy like 10 bags of it from John Davies Boys Scout Sale. And you know what? I'm all against wasting food. Okay, that's wrong. I'm going to be having that, all 10 bags of it, in front of the TV set Sunday night. Guys, come join us. Hallmark Movies and Mysteries Sunday night. Dating is murder. I really hope you can join Josh and myself. We worked really hard on the movie, and I hope you like it. And thank you to Hallmark Movies and Mysteries. Nancy Grace, Crime Stories, signing off. Goodbye, friend. In need of great talent for your business, but short on time like all of us? Well, you don't have to get lost in a huge stack of resumes to find the perfect hire. You just need the right tools, smarter tools. I'm talking about Zip Recruiter. With Zip Recruiter, you can post your job to over 100 of the web's leading job boards with one Click and rest easy knowing your job is being seen by the right candidates. Then ZipRecruiter puts its smart matching technology to work, actively notifying qualified candidates about your job within minutes of posting so you receive the best possible matches. And that is why ZipRecruiter is different. Unlike other hiring sites, ZipRecruiter does not depend on the right candidate finding you. It finds them. No wonder 80% of employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site in just one day. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire? Find out today why ZipRecruiter has been used by growing businesses of all sizes and industries to find the most qualified job candidates with immediate results right now. Listeners can post jobs on ZipRecruiter for free, F-R-E-E. Go to ZipRecruiter.com slash Nancy Grace, ZipRecruiter.com slash Nancy Grace. One more time to try it for free, go to ZipRecruiter.com slash Nancy Grace. Thank you, ZipRecruiter. Zen nicotine pouches deliver nicotine satisfaction anywhere, anytime, which means Zen pairs well with you, your personality, your schedule, and your spontaneity. Zen fits easily into your bag, pocket, and into your life because it's smoke-free, hands-free, and hassle-free. So the only person who will know you have a Zen pouch in is you. Visit Zen.com or head to your local convenience store today to find your Zen. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Pause for a big thank you to our partner making today's crime stories possible. It's Lisa Mattress, a collaboration between Lisa and West Elm. The natural hybrid is made from natural latex, natural wool, and environmentally safe foams. The natural hybrid elevates your sleep and supports 
Go to lisa.com forward slash nancy to learn more. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com forward slash nancy. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Pause for a big thank you to our partner making today's program possible. It's Dexcom. With the new Dexcom G7, you get better diabetes results without those awful finger sticks. It sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or to your watch, so you can always see where you are and where you're heading. See how food and exercise affect your glucose. It makes it easier to spend more time in range and lower your A1C. Take more control of your diabetes with the number one recommended CGM brand. It's so easy to get started today at Dexcom.com. Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com slash compatibility. Thanks, Dexcom, for being our partner. 